Is it time for someone else to do the work for you? At Care Partners, our job is to prepare meals, do housekeeping, and care for our senior residents. Our network of 15 vibrant senior living communities covering Western Washington and Spokane offers independent, assisted living, and memory care options. Care Partners is the best choice for senior living needs because we deliver quality care at an extremely affordable price. Let us do the work and you relax. Visit carepartnersliving.com. The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio on this amazing month of December. I can't believe that the month is actually happening and we are now in our first weekend of the month and I am sitting back thinking to myself, wow, where has 2021 gone? Um, You know, to so many of us, we've been in a situation where we've kind of been in a holding pattern, Um, but we've lost, I think the the latest statistics of COVID-19 deaths have been around 9,000 people in the state of Washington. Um, And, you know, as we look back at the last two years of what we've all been through, um, you know, a lot of us in the state have lost loved ones. But a lot of us also are in a situation, I'm getting calls a lot from our listeners um, saying things like, you know, my loved one, they had COVID, but they're having some extra issues now because of it, because their system was weakened. Um, And those are things that we obviously are concerned about because there is going to be sadly some more after effect of what has happened during the pandemic. And as a result, I am so honored that we have a very special guest that's going to talk to us today about, you know, a subject that's really difficult for so many of us to talk about, and that is the end of life. Um, It is looking at, you know, at the end of somebody's life and how do you as a family member support them as they make that transition to the afterlife. And we are very honored today to have Cassidy Bastion with us. And Cassidy is an end of life doula. And we're going to find out a little bit about what that is. But Cassidy has been a wonderful friend of mine for a very long time. Um, Cassidy has an amazing Facebook group for those of you that are caring for a loved one. Um, I strongly encourage you, if you're a member of Facebook and you're looking for support, online. Um, She has a group called Caregivers Hub Support Group. So if you look that up on Facebook, um, I've been on that in that group for a long time. And they're they're What an active, amazing group. So um, Cassidy Bastion, welcome to Answers for Elders Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much, Suzanne. It's so great to be here with you. Finally, after all of this time, we've got- I know. I've been chasing (laughs) you down down. for for like months, if not years. Years. And I'm going, Cassidy- you know, and, and thank you too for having these conversations because, you know, I always say that people like you are angels and because you are there that can help someone in the difficult times where most of our family members are, you know, we don't really know how to advocate for that person that we love, that we care for, that we want, especially if it's a parent, there's that parent-child dynamic. And um, I would like to take this very first segment and have you kind of share with us overall, what are you, you know, what usually happens between adult children and let's say a parent that is passing away and, and, you know, what is the process? 
So that is, it's, that is a loaded, that's a loaded <laughs> little capsule. That's why we there, have right? a, a whole segment on it. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of, I mean, my, I've been a certified nurse's aide for 19 years. I've been an end of life doula for two. I've been working in hospice and palliative care for five. So, um, I, I understood very, very early in my career that um, the dynamics between the people that I was caring for and their family members were very much that we have these caregivers who have sacrificed almost everything that they have to care for their loved ones. Very much it becomes so. their identity. It becomes who they are. It becomes their purpose in life. And so when we, are, when we see that our loved one is declining to the point of you know, we're approaching end of life. And there's a lot of education that needs to be done around that because a lot of the times we are really weeks, if not months away from death. And we haven't had these conversations and we haven't even allowed ourselves to entertain the thought that this this pillar of our life is not going to be here. And there's so much that comes with that. So what I see at end of life, a lot of times is denial about what's happening, what's going to happen. And people oftentimes choose not to talk about death and dying and, and what their loved one's wishes are, because they seem to feel like if we talk about death, it's, we are, we are, we are inviting that to come. And um, that if we talk about it, it means somebody is going to die. And of course, I'm of the philosophy that the minute we're born, and the minute we take our first breath, we are every breath we are take, we are taking towards our last, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we are not going to be here forever. And So I see a lot of denial between family caregivers and their loved ones, whether that's very much so. And, you know, Cassidy, what you're saying is so true because I can relate to my own stories. Um, When I took when I had lost both my parents, first of all, my father lived till the right ripe old age of 88. And but yet there was a part of me that thought he was never going to die. Right. And even when I remember like the last weekend that he was still alive. It's like, well, I was going to an Easter thing and it's like, you know, it was, there was just a part of me that was all of a sudden thinking to myself, oh, he'll be fine. I, and there, I didn't really get it. Right. And, and so when right. he was at the very end, it's like, I'm driving down. He was in Vancouver, Washington. And my stepmom kept calling me. He's not going to be with us much longer. Where are you? How, you know, and all of these things And I remember after, you know, luckily I got there in time and I was able to be there with him for the last couple hours of his life. But I think to myself, you know, it was so irresponsible of me not to take that weekend and go be with dad. But there was just this thing within me that had this denial. And I think that this is what's, what's normal with families. This is what I see in many cases. Is that not correct? 100%. And you know, I mean, so I lost my father at the age of 66, almost two years ago, non-COVID related. Um, But, and I myself, given all of my experience and my knowledge and walking other people home every single day, um, I myself had my own denial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I didn't start the Medicaid, you know, process. I should have started it in August and I didn't start it until October. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? 
I mean, it's just one of those things where no matter how prepared you are, we can have all of these conversations, but until we get in that wave of Mm -hmm. end of life and that roller coaster, and we start living that and experiencing that, Mm -hmm. even as professionals, you know, we, we Mm -hmm. just have to take everything that's thrown our way and do the best we can with it. And, and obviously having those conversations with a loved one, if they're in that denial phase, I mean, as an adult child, I guess, what is your opinion on how to have the hard conversations if they are in denial? Well, I think that, um, you know, so the, fir- the first thing to think about and to understand about the death and dying process is that our culture doesn't normalize it, first of all. Mm-hmm. We've gone from this culture where people were set up in the parlor and they had their, they were cared for in their homes until they died. Their after death care was provided in their homes. They, their wakes and their funerals were in their homes. So we have gone to a culture that does not want to talk about death and dying. No, we don't. And so <clears throat> having those conversations are hard. And um, sometimes, unfortunately, it does ha- end up having to be that kind of that slap in the face of reality that there's, this is where we are and there's literally no going back here. Right. And sometimes that's weeks. Sometimes that's Mm. hours. Sometimes that's days. And if we're lucky, that is months (laughs) to prepare for that. And to have those conversations that are difficult. And I know, um, you know, I remember a really you know, poignant moment with my mother. And it was just, it happened. It was a blessing, but we had been to a funeral with someone else and we went to lunch and my mother ordered a martini. And so she wasn't feeling any pain. And I just said, what I said to her is mom, you know, that was a really nice service. And I think about sometimes how can I do right by you? is what I said to her. How can I honor you at the end of your life? If, if that's what you want. And I was shocked what she said. It was like, I realized what she wanted. And then I said, you know, maybe what we should do is set those up in advance. And so she prepaid everything and it was due to that one little thing. And then when I learned about the cost of funerals and how, it's like, is it true that the cost of a funeral doubles every like three to four years? Yeah, I would say on average, a traditional funeral right now runs between 12, 11, like between 10 and $12,000 for a traditional funeral. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is that to have an option where, you know, she pre, you know, she paid it so much a month. So right. it was done in over six years, it was paid off. Perfect. And, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a burden. And the other beauty I always say is one of the greatest gifts she ever gave me at the end of her life is all I had to do is make a phone call. It was all handled. Me too. And I think, I think that that literally is the thing we have to get to a, a, a point where we are not afraid to sit down and actually ask the people Mm -hmm. that we love. Okay. What do you want? What, you know, right. I mean, I, I literally had the same conversations with my dad and it was just yeah. kind of, what do you want? And, and I, I was so grateful and you're absolutely right that my dad gave me that gift of pre-planning, absolutely. of allowing me to do that. So all I absolutely. have to do is make a 
phone call too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so now as we're going into the next segment, um, we're going to, Cassidy's going to be with us for this entire hour. And we're going to be talking about these difficult conversations that we have with our loved ones. So in the meantime, Kath, Cassidy, how do we reach you and how, where does a good resource for families to go to? So you can absolutely reach me at myendoflifenorthwest.com. That's my website. Um, And there is a ton of information about end-of-life doulas, advanced care planning, you know, all of the things that we need to do. There's also Mm -hmm. a calendar of death-positive events. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Death Cafe coming up. You can find us on Facebook at Northwest. So, yeah, that's how you can find us. Well, this is fabulous. And Cassidy, everyone, we're going to be talking about this process of how do you help a loved one go through the process of their, you know, until they take their last breath. And this is an important process and conversation for all of us. And Cassidy will be right back, everyone, right after this. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Are you overwhelmed looking for a senior living solution for yourself or a loved one? We at Care Partner Senior Living pride ourselves in helping seniors or their loved ones navigate the often new and confusing process of finding the right senior living option. Hi, I'm Colette with Care Partners. Care Partner Senior Living has 15 vibrant communities throughout Western Washington and Spokane, providing independent, assisted living, and memory care at extremely affordable pricing. And if you ever run out of funds and need to convert to Medicaid, you will never be asked to move. Being locally owned and close to our communities means Care Partners can provide you the personal assistance and education to find the right senior care solution, one that allows you to stretch your assets, preserve your estate, and stay active and safe, all while giving you the peace of mind that you never have to worry about moving. That's the Care Partners experience. Visit carepartnersliving.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 